Everyone's sick. Yeah. Constant. In fact, I'm sick today. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about that. I was like, great, cool. We haven't recorded in so long, and I'm going to get on the microphone sounding like a fucking lion. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. or like that old lady on the rocking porch that has been smoking fucking marble <laughs> reds, or worse, like um, a cool, cool cigarettes, cool with a K, or fucking Virginia Slims. I love that you're too. Imagery, images there are a lion or an old lady sitting on the porch. They're so. basically the same. That's, that's, They're that's exactly the same. <laughs> okay. The bitch that's like yelling with a broom at the kids running <laughs> across her lawn. Get out of my yard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's the one at the end of the street on Halloween where everyone's like, don't go to her Don't house. go. And then they have some kind of crazy like neighborhood legend that yeah. they've created about She's her. actually probably a lovely lady. She probably is. Probably. She just doesn't want kids on her yard. Damn it. it. She's been working her whole life for that goddamn house. Yep. That perfect, beautiful yard. Yep. And then they finally got it, and her husband died. And so now she just wants kids to stay off of her and, fucking lawn. Y- and you know what? She doesn't have to empty her fucking ashtray if she doesn't want to. She doesn't. She lives by herself. Mm-hmm. God. Yep. Fucking So kids, maybe go bring her a fucking casserole, y'all. Yeah. Hey, how about that? Quit judging the... What's you know what? If she doesn't have anybody to leave that nice house to, and you're nice to her, you might get the house. You might get... If it's... We don't even know if it's nice, but yeah. you'll still get a house. Right. There's always value in property. In property. So Real walk estate, man. up the path, not on her yard. Not Don't kill her grass. Walk, walk up the on yard the sidewalk. with a casserole. Say hey. Yep. And there you go. Yep. You're Bring in. her a pack of smokes. Yep. Is it so hard? It's really Fuck. not. Jeez. <sighs> Give Annette a chance. Is that a good name? <laughs> that was my grandma's name. Oh, well, fuck it. There we go. What's another, like, um, Anita? Dolores. Dolores. I love that name. Yeah. Dolores. Yeah, she's... Yeah. Dolores. Dolores. My name's Dolores. You kids, get off my yard. I love... So, yeah. Dolores, so if you're out there, we're mm-hmm. thinking of you. We are. I could use a home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway... Uh-huh. Anyway, so, so what's been going on the last few months? No, oh. It's like we haven't talked at all. I know. I actually was making a list because I was trying to. So Halloween happened. Cool. Um, Layla was Princess Peach and Sethan oh, was oh my Luigi. God. Adorable. I did not. Wait, I did dress up last minute. I, w- I was a deer because I was like, I'm going to do makeup. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then Jenny and Tori got married. Oh, yay. yay. And it was. The, oh, Cameron officiated it. That's right. He was phenomenal i'm like, sure i'm so glad the night before jenny stayed with me at my airbnb the night before and i'm so glad that he sent like whatever he was gonna say because me and like jenny read it out loud to me and me and jenny just fucking boohooed mm-hmm. so like during the ceremony i could keep it together because i'd already heard it <laughs> and it was funny he like incorporated my mom a lot in this like yeah. you know and he obviously knows us so well but what's fascinating about it was it was I don't think I've told you much about the wedding. 
it jenny was absolutely drop dead gorgeous yes. she was the most beautiful i've ever seen her her hair was amazing and they there was a forecast for rain the whole like week leading up to it mm-hmm. so we were like shit coming up with backup plans and we had set up like the ceremony out in the open and it didn't rain that whole day it was like looked really nice and we we're so excited like it's not gonna rain this is gonna be great about 10 minutes before like guests were getting seated 10 minutes before the sky just opened up and it started pouring and so Cameron like went into action like this I was about to say like it's his job it, it is yeah. one of his jobs but um before that he literally was in the bridal suite with us like sipping some champagne took a nap <laughs> then got up and got <laughs> dressed and Jenny had no idea what was going on because he just came in he was like all right here's the plan we've moved all the chairs under the like reception tent and they moved the big arch and he just completely basically redid the ceremony or like the whole thing yeah and um it was beautiful the cake her wedding cake did you hear about that what happened no i didn't hear what happened so my aunt made it and it was Uh beautiful it was delicious too but it was four tiers Mm -hmm. i don't know how many tiers but she had to drive it up from south georgia to augusta oh wow and that's two and a half hours and she like got brake checked or something mm-hmm. or she I, I think or she brake checked something i don't know what happened but either way she stopped real quick and she didn't know this until she got to the wedding and her boyfriend gets out of the car to get the cake out and he goes oh no pam i don't know what you want me to or how you want me to handle this and she thought he was just like fucking around with it mm-hmm. with her he's what what is it she walked over there the whole bottom tier was like it had just slid no one could tell like she was upset about it because she'd worked so hard on it yeah but no one could tell and it was just extra cake we got to eat yeah jenny we didn't really let her know anything about it it was fine but i felt so bad for pam because i know how much work she and she had her wanted to present it right you know what i mean so but that was those were the two things And, and then everything just happened so fast it rained all night but we still danced and the next day me and jenny were driving back and she's texting me she's like we didn't do a garter toss didn't do a bouquet toss <laughs> nobody gave toast like all the things that she was just we were having a good time didn't even think about it so. i decided not to do a garter toss at my i, it's I mean weird. huh because it's weird to put, show your leg well or not weird it's weird for me uh, well the whole um what it, what's the word tradition of yeah. that goes back to uh men trying to rape the bride before oh, the groom could oh good so like trying trying to rape the woman before her husband could break her popper cherry oh i can see why you <laughs> and might so I not just want said, i don't really want that energy yeah <laughs> on my for me on my wedding day no no no, no, no thanks no, no. so i didn't do a bouquet toss and i didn't do i mean i think one like people just didn't really know what was going on at my wedding because i didn't do all the traditional stuff yeah yeah i didn't have just, a cake cutting i didn't have a first dance because you know oh, daddy daughter your, dance you're your like dad's dead and we tried to make it clear, just like, we're getting married and then we're having a party. Yes. Don't expect anything. Yeah. Don't be waiting. If you, I mean, you can leave as soon as the ceremony Come is as over, you are. Yeah. 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 So anyway. Yeah. No, but that was. I think the number one rule is don't tell the bride. Like when things, oh. if something goes wrong, just don't tell the bride. Oh, oh that was one of my, my favorite. I got to do her, her wedding makeup, which was mm-hmm. great. And Maddie, um, I'll have to find her Instagram name because she's amazing at hair. Mm-hmm. I think it's Maddie Marissa or something like that. But she's so good. And she did our hair. We were feeling beautiful. And Jenny, 
was her dress was navy blue sequins like mm-hmm. all sequins and you know i love sequins yeah but her one request was just i don't want anyone else in sequins and i think she probably <laughs> knew if she didn't say that to me i would also wear sequins yeah they wouldn't be navy blue but i'd be in sequins so i was like this sucks but the dress the dresses were all beautiful they're all different shades of gray um but i thought okay she's gonna be so done up i'm gonna do glitter on her eyes it was a celestial theme mm-hmm. and i had no idea what she would really expect of us but she'd gotten us these beautiful like clips for our hair and the flower girls they were all like stars moons whatever mm-hmm. and then she was like everyone put on glitter i was like oh fuck yeah everyone put on glitter everyone get your glitter she had like body glitter for everybody <laughs> glitter for our cheeks glitter in our hair oh cool and it was and so then right at the end I was like oh my gosh I think I did too much glitter and she's like there's no such thing as too much glitter (laughs) and then she's about to walk down the aisle she goes oh my god I don't have any glitter somebody glitter me so I just start glittering her and then she walks to the bathroom she goes oh my god you did too much glitter (laughs) I I thought you said you couldn't do too much I thought there wasn't such a thing it was awesome like I was pulling glitter out of my scalp for days (laughs) it was it was serious but have you ever read the article about how glitter is made yeah, it's, and it's awful for the environment. Oh, no, this that's not really oh, what wait, the article is about. Oh, wait, you were telling me about this. Yeah, it's how there's only, like, one place in the whole world that glitter is made, and it's... You said it was one of those, like, things you started reading, you're like, this is going to be, like, why am I reading this? And then yeah. you read the whole thing, you're well, like, that why was, did... Uh, what? Leanne, um, she said, have you read the glitter article? And I said, no. And she said, it sounds like it's going to be so boring, but it is the most interesting thing that you could possibly read. But yes, I mean, glitter is terrible, terrible for the environment. Very bad. Microplastics. But the article itself is fascinating. So anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Well, I love glitter and I've been on the hunt for a good biodegradable option because I know there's some. Yeah. Just don't think about it. You wash it down the drain you think it's fine no it's really then you end up eating it yeah i god do you know how much glitter is probably stuck in the walls of my intestines oh god Hmm. that's Um, been fun so what else thanksgiving thanksgiving bob and his family came down to my mom's oh that's right thanks that was fun um we had a good time oh what else is christmas oh my gosh the biggest thing that has happened Mm-hmm. The biggest thing. Sethan got his CPAP. How dun, 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 hallelujah. That has been amazing. I mean, it used to sound like someone was murdering. A, a bag of cats. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it was like loud, like lions. A bag of yeah, lions. A bag of rhinoceros. <laughs> Dying. Rhinoceri. Rhinoceri. How you say that? Rhinocerosuses? That, that sounds like a. Rhinoceroses? Rhinocerosaurus is definitely a, 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 <laughs> That's a, a dinosaur. A dinosaur they haven't found yet. And <laughs> they have not quite <laughs> gotten that. Rhinocerosaurus. Um, yeah. But it's amazing. Like, and he's just in a better mood. Mm-hmm. We didn't really fight when he was setting us up. <laughs> we didn't really fight. He was, he was just being a, an asshole, and I just let it go. Yeah. Just kidding. He wasn't that bad. Um, he's like funny kind of asshole. Yeah. Like yeah. he's like he's, as a term of endearment. Asshole. Like isn't he so fucking adorable. Oh my God. Shitty attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Love you baby. Oh. Um, oh Christmas which is Christmas. my favorite holiday. Me too. I know people get a lot of seasonal depression mm-hmm. which and it's hard for a lot of people for various reasons but I get really bad post 
Same. holiday. It's almost like after you're like, I, well, I guess you don't know because you didn't get to go on I equate on a it to when you get back from vacation. That's so for me, it was yeah. like after the big buildup of planning my wedding, I mm-hmm. got married, went on this awesome vacation, and then came home. And I remember looking in the room where all of our stuff for the wedding had been and just being like, fuck, well, what do I look forward to now? Yeah. And so I was. And my house just feels so, like, homey. I have decorations everywhere. You cannot even walk in our garage right now (laughs) because it's full of Christmas decorations, like, in boxes. Um, I'm talking my toilet is a snowman with a top hat. Like, Mm -hmm. I go all out. I mean, you go out. You go pretty far out for every holiday, but Christmas is definitely just all Oh, there's a tree in every room. There's, and, and I love it. I love it so much. Um, See, I don't like decorating with that kind. Like, I like, I like my design aesthetic, like the way my house looks, and like that kind of decorating. But like seasonal decorations do nothing. Okay, okay. so we had a little uh, technical glitch. Yep, there. maybe that was uh, the universe's way of telling us, "Cool, no one cares." Yeah, no one cares <laughs> about your fucking Christmas. Anyway, Christmas was great. Christmas I got a record player. It was, it was fine. fine. Mm-hmm. And then Laura had her birthday and. Mm. The best gift she received was a gift she gave to me. What? A video of her oh. singing Auld Lang Syne. Did I say it right? Auld yeah. Lang Syne. Full. Like the full thing. It was like, what, a four minute video? Yeah, something like that. And like she did it all in Gaelic. Is it Gaelic? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Girl, she did it good. I, I played it for my neighbor. And she was like, is she reading? I was like, no. <laughs> no, I memorized that she, shit. It, was, you, it sounded good, too. Well, thanks. I'm proud of you. Well, I, we have it on recording where you said that you wanted to be somewhere yeah. when somebody sang it. So I've, that was my resolution We were going to be together. And we were supposed to be together. Yeah. I get weird birthday bluesy yeah. stuff. So It sucks, too. Like, not only is it after Christmas and mm-hmm. there's that, like, yeah. post-holiday depression it's you share your birthday with a holiday yeah there's just a lot of factors there and also for example I have a friend who just had her birthday yesterday and her and her husband took off work and they just chilled at the house mm-hmm. and how perfectly lovely it was on New Year's Eve there's all this pressure for you to <sighs> do so something yeah. And so everybody's asking you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do for New Year's? What are you doing for your birthday? Do you have these big plans? And what if I just want to fucking chill? Not do a damn thing. Yeah. But there's pressure to go do something because it's New Year's. And so I end up just going back and forth and not deciding until last minute. And and uh, anytime there's buildup like that, it yeah. not, it's not going to meet your expectations. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So ugh, it's just... But I found out that other people get birthday blues as well. It's not just New Year's, but that, I think that's the I don't. culmination of things. <laughs> no, you you do I not love it. I think I'm going to start celebrating my half birthday instead I of think my that's, birthday. That but yours would be what June 30? June 30th, and I'm June 29th. June 29th. Yeah. So that's well, perfect. my hairdresser she said that her and her husband and there were s- several people in her family that had December holiday around the holiday yeah. birthdays, and so they all did half birthdays that's and she awesome said she, it wasn't until she got older that she realized that other people don't really do that that's funny but she said it was a 
But I think that makes total sense. So anyone who has a child with a holiday birthday, celebrate their half birthday so that they get one fucking day to themselves. <laughs> so I love birthdays so much that when I was in college, and this is weird, mm-hmm. but I got a reminder about it on Facebook. When I was in college, I changed my birthday to April 26th <laughs> so that people would tell me happy birthday. <laughs> And it was awesome. And I didn't like let anyone. We had a party. Me and Carrie both. Everyone was like, oh my God, we didn't know you had the same birthday. It's like, yeah, isn't that crazy? And this is my college roommate at the time. And we had a big party. And we didn't tell anyone it wasn't our birthday until like the end of the party. And but nobody was like mad. It's not like it was a party. Flowers and yeah. shit like that. But then we both celebrated our birthdays. Two and three months later. But what's what's <laughs> weird about that is Layla's birthday is April 26th. So the fact that I picked that years before I came oh, a mother, gosh. it was bizarre. That is weird. I don't know. We were just like, yeah, this, this is Saturday. Let's do it. That's a it some weird number shit. And you know how yeah. I am with numbers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. Anyway. 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 What else happened? I was looking at my... I like that I have to make notes about what happened what in life. What has happened in my life? I've recently reconnected with a friend who lost her father. Aww. We were super close in high school. I mean, basically inseparable. And then through... She's the nicest person. I mean, too. she is. And then through college. But then she moved. She worked with underprivileged kids in Mexico. was her first job out of, of college. And then she went out. She did youth, um, like, where they go into the woods uh, at risk youth go into the woods and they do the disciplinary programs yeah. the wilderness therapy okay that's awesome so she did that for a while and she just so moved out to Oregon when she was doing that the first time and went to Yosemite so just she would go out into the woods for a period of time and hardly talk to anybody yeah and so that's when we kind of fell out of touch I think because I got married and she was doing that and she was across the country but she would pop up in my mind and she had just been really heavy on my mind and then I found out that her dad was dying of cancer it's awful and we reconnected and hung out we had a wonderful day spent the whole day together she came over for brunch and then we just I don't think I got home until nine that night she was always the night she was one of the um girls that and I am thinking of the right one right Mm -hmm. Anna I mean yeah you can say her name but I mean blonde yes beautiful yeah the most naturally beautiful well and it doesn't hurt that she's literally an angel walking this earth yes she's just so nice when we moved away cross and jenny you know was the like weird Mm -hmm. outcast kid uh anna was one of the first people to like talk to her and be nice to her and make her feel yeah you know well and jenny was a little older than her but and she it was funny we were talking this because she used to be really straight laced i mean she grew up in a christian household and her parents were a little bit strict on her or whatever um, but she was all in that Bible campy yeah. stuff when we were first hanging out and she didn't judge me. I didn't judge her yeah. or whatever, but she said that she always thought that the girls that were going out and having a good time seemed like she kind of wanted to be a part Aww. of it. But at the same, she said, and, but when we were talking, she goes, I was such a square. Why were you friends with because she was so I know, sweet. You were hilarious. Funny. So damn funny. Yeah. We always had such a good time. I like her. But it was it was cool because we reconnected and we realized that we're both sort of on this same spiritual path at the moment. And so we were talking really? a lot about that. And um, yeah, because I've just been recently looking into paganism a mm. little bit more. Yeah. 
just I, I don't really identify with Christianity at this yeah. point in my autumn, life. I think Autumn, I don't know what she actually yeah. identif- identifies as, but that's... And I don't right. know that that's what I what I am, but I'm just kind of it researching hurt to look reading into up it. on it. Yeah. And, um, well, isn't Jesse or he's, he's Wiccan, 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 which yeah. is under the umbrella of paganism. I don't think I'm a full blown Wiccan. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so I've just been doing some research into that, and so has she, and trying to find her own spirituality wow. away from her. That's pretty significant, considering yeah, you know, such a big part of her identity. Oh yeah, for so long. That's probably some grief associated with that oh, yeah. too i mean i know there was for me yes um that's awesome that y'all reconnected i'm sorry about her dad that's oh yeah terrible, but yeah at least there's that one positive thing that i was just there welcoming her to the club yeah <laughs> i was about to say i'm sure it meant a lot to her that I you were there i feel like that's happened to me several times the last few years that i've reconnected with people because their dads did yeah that. yeah Oh, God. which is one reason why it might have happened to me so young. Why is it my dad dying? <laughs> Just kidding. No. Uh, anyway, any, anyway, anything else? You um, the only other thing that I can really think of is Layla is having her first like experience with grief mm-hmm. um, because her best friend is moving. Oh, so sad. And like she'll, she, the other day, she just out of nowhere started crying and she ran over to me and hugged me and she was like, why is my why does Maya have to move? Baby, I'm so sorry. Mm. Yeah, her dad's a football coach, and that's just that life is. You, uh, Maya's four, and she'll have lived in four states. Wow. Yeah, it's just tough. So, but I'm happy for them, and we will go visit them because they'll be close to Disney World. Oh, yeah. So cool. we're gonna plan a trip. She, Layla's actually at her JoJo Siwa birthday party right now. I cannot stand JoJo Siwa. <laughs> If any of you know who she is, you probably understand why she drives me crazy. If you don't know who she is, don't even worry about Googling it because you'll never get her out of your head. <laughs> Ugh, bless that child. Anyway, so what are we doing here? Okay, so we got a research topic today. God, no, I was just, before we get started, I wanted to make it known, if we haven't made it clear yet, how excited we are to be recording again and how glad we are that y'all are still listening yeah you are and that we're sorry we weren't releasing too consistently over the holidays just we kind of ran out of content yeah um and also it just got life got crazy everybody's sick yeah things like that um oh happy 2020 yeah what's that <laughs> we don't know how to do a podcast Okay, so, yeah. Happy 2020. Woo! All right. Let's do some research. Okay, so. Research this shit. uh, I felt kind of bad about my, not my Death Omens episode. People got, like, kind of upset about the cats. Yeah. Like, cats getting a bad name. Yeah. So, I decided to do a positive cat episode. Ooh. Because I, I don't hate cats. Yeah. It just, that was just part of the omens. Yeah. Was and I mean, it, she didn't. It's kind, in fact, I was um, at a store the other day and this black cat came up to me and it was super friendly and just like purring all around my legs and stuff. Aww. And I was like, oh, how could anyone ever think that you were bad? Sweet cat. Sweet kitty cat. Some cats um, I just have that personality of yeah i could eat you died. <laughs> oh, and then other cats are super sweet jenny's cat 
racks is one of those. She was like, it only took him like four years <laughs> to warm up to me. But the other day I was sitting on the couch and racks came and sat by me, like on me almost. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited. I was like, Jenny, what do I do? <laughs> can I pet him? And she was like, yeah, you can you can pet him, but like just his head. And I did it. And the cat looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what the, do you think you can really, t- this is disgusting. How very like, dare you Yes, me. just totally, wow. Yeah. And I was, okay, you're right. I'm a sorry. fucking idiot. I hate I myself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But I want, Layla wants a cat so bad. Yeah. Yeah. So she likes cats. She, yeah, cats. she loves animals. Yeah. She she wants a hamster, a ferret, a, <laughs> more dogs, whatever. She yeah. Anyway, so not happening. Um. So yeah, this is a little more lighthearted episode about cats. About cats. Everyone, if you love cats, you love cats. So yes. Cat fans so, rejoice. Yeah. Well, this is yeah, all positive. This in the, is for in the this one's cats. for you. This one is for you guys. I love it. So I started, um, and I mean it's perfect with the new Cats movie that was just released Ooh. as well. Which is <laughs> I've heard such bad things about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There are some really good memes out there. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but I start. Okay, so I wanted to do originally. A full research topic on cemetery cats. Are you familiar with the... Okay. I don't think... No. So, cemetery cats. And that just led me down all these different wormholes. And so, this is a collective thing about cats, I guess. <laughs> started with this cemetery cats. This is Funeral Stories Feline Edition. Yes, exactly. The cat episode. <laughs> um, Five hours later. So, yeah. <laughs> That's how it always goes. I think, okay... You start like, this research. is interesting, but how am I going to make a whole episode about this? And then it is never a problem. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So let's start with the long relationship between cats and the spirit world. Okay. Ancient Egypt, famous for their worship of cats. True. A branch of the government was formed solely to deal with the ex- exporting of cats. Agents traveled to faraway lands to find and return cats, which had been smuggled out. <laughs> it was established by law in 450 B.C., do you say BC or BCE? I feel like I just grew up with BC, so I say that, but I think BC. What's BCE BC stand for? I don't remember. I mean, it's the same thing, but I can't. It's like BC before Christ, but they turned it into something else. Yeah, I have that, to look that up. Yeah. So we'll just say BC before before Jesus's birthday. Before Jesus was born, guys. Before Christmas, <laughs> the first time. <laughs> Christmas year one. It's before Christmas is what it means. <laughs> the first annual Christmas. <laughs> but before Christmas ever, BCE. <laughs> before Christmas existed, it's probably better. <laughs> yep. Okay. You can quote us on that. But it was established by law in 450 BC that the penalty for killing a cat was death. Though this law is thought okay. to have been observed much earlier. Shit. The goddess Bastet, the keeper of hearth and home, protector of women's secrets, guardian against evil spirits and disease, and the goddess of cats. She was commonly depicted as a cat or a woman with a cat's head. Hmm. Greek historian Her- Herodotus mm-hmm, sure. writes that when a cat died, all the inhabitants, quote, all the inhabitants of a house shaved their eyebrows as a sign of deep mourning. Cats which have died are taken to Bubastis, where they are embalmed and bur- buried in sacred receptacles. I would never shave my eyebrows. 
for anyone. That is fucking loyalty. <laughs> the period Ooh. of mourning was considered completed when the people's eyebrows had grown back. <laughs> Mummified cats. So never. So never. Mine would never come back. <laughs> God. Mummified cats have been found throughout Egypt, including the ancient city of Bubastis, which was a city built to honor Bastet that was recently uncovered. Okay. And we could go a whole other direction there because like about mummified cats, but maybe yeah. we'll save that for some other kind of episode. Well, is it, is it, okay. I'm already curious. Yeah. D- is it like different than how they mummified people? No, there's just, were a lot. So fucking There was many. just basically a whole city of mummified cats that they. <sighs> yeah. Cause they definitely weren't spaying were and neutering worshipped. their cats because <laughs> no. they want more. No. Yeah. And they had a home. <laughs> Or they ran free yeah. and they were fine. They were fine. Yeah. Cats are just different from dogs yes. in that way. Yes. <laughs> so, absolutely. Not to say that, you, if you know, you should just leave cats to their own devices, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, right? absolutely. Some cats want to be. Cats were revered in most ancient cultures. In India, cats helped control the populations of mice, rats, and snakes, and so were honored in the homes, farms, and palaces throughout the land. The original story of Puss in Boots is from Indian folklore. Wow, I didn't know that. Story of a cat and mouse that help each other escape death. And the goddess Sast, similar to Bastet, that is spelled S-A-S-T-H-T, so I'm going with Seth. Yeah. Seth. 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 Yeah. Whatever. The goddess Seth. S. Yeah. Our good girl S. <laughs> God girl S. God girl. <laughs> cat girl. Cat and, girl. In Persia, the cat was created by magic as a gift to the great Persian hero Rustam. I mean, obviously, this is their mythology. Yeah. In China, creation myth indicates that when the gods created the world, they appointed cats to oversee things and thus gave them the ability to speak with the gods. The cats weren't interested in this responsibility, so the job (laughs) fell to humans. Cats are like, no thanks. No. We're good. Like, thanks for like making us, but cool. now we just want to cool, like cool, cool. chase lasers and yarn and shit. Okay, <laughs> lay in the sun. I'm just gonna lick my paw and look at you. <laughs> Gods are annoying. <laughs> so the job fell to humans. Can we forward my calls? <laughs> I'm just gonna chill. I think the dog will take them. Okay, guys. <laughs> That fucking idiot over there has got this. <laughs> that is the cheerleader. Get the lab on it. That's fucking funny. Squirrel. 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 <laughs> Humans, however, mm. seemed incapable of understanding the gods, so cats remained entrusted with maintaining order. So that's why. I mean, I think the Chinese sort of had it together there. Well, I can see this all going down that way. Yeah. In Japan, the beckoning cat represents the goddess of mercy and we're believed to save lives. And I'm sure you've seen the cat depictions in restaurants and mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In Greece, in one of the many complicated love affairs on Mount Olympus, Hera turned someone into a cat and sent them to the underworld to serve Hecate. In Norse mythology, cats were the favorite animal of the fertility goddess. Pussy. <laughs> I wonder if that's why it's, we, it's There's called something a pussy. about that. Yeah. Norse mythology, cats were the favorite animal of the fertility goddess, Freya, goddess of love and luck, whose chariot was pulled by cats. It was believed that how you treat your cat is how you will be treated by Freya. Hoo-hoo. In Celtic mythology, cats guarded against the gates of the underworld. So there's a long relationship between cats, mythology, and a long, long time where cats were very revered yeah. and loved yeah. in the world. 
It wasn't until the spread of Christianity that cats began to get a bad reputation. Oh, shocking. The Christian church, following their regular course of demonizing important pagan symbols, drew on the pre-existing link between the cat and witchcraft to associate cats with evil as personified in the devil. Mm Mm-hmm. Then, cats were granted a reprieve in Britain by none other than our girl, Queen Victoria. Hey, Vicky. Oh, Queen Vicky, she'd be loving those cats, guys. Hey, Vicky. Hey, Vicky. How you doing? Queen Victoria had always kept dogs as pets, but became interested in cats after hearing stories associated with the archaeological finds in Egypt at the time. She adopted two blue Persians, whom she treated as members of her court. The newspapers <laughs> ran stories about her two cats, and her subjects began adopting cats on their own. Good. Afterward, the popularity of cats spread to America as well. Well, look at that. So, needless to say, the connection between cats and death, the underworld, goes back as long as there have been cats. No matter if they're faring souls to the underworld, comforting a person on their deathbed, or taking up residence in a cemetery. You know, they're so regal that I could totally see why we'd be, someone would be like, they know something I don't know. Yeah. They're connected, you know, totally. Oh, yeah. And And, I mean, you see that stuff about, or they're, well, they're, they're just be staring at a yeah. blank space and you get like ghosty stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's can, I wonder, do cats have really good eyesight? Cause I, I feel like so. when they like racks, when I look at him staring off, I'm like, he's, he's just like looking at dust. Yeah. You know, like fly in the air, but I don't think that they have like x-ray vision. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think he's staring, staring all the way through you. Mm. Maybe he's just staring into your soul. Feel no, well, he is judging it mm-hmm. <laughs> hard, <laughs> hard. Yeah, I'm interested in that. Anyway, little thought. So food for thought. That's not what that is. Now we get into cemetery cats. Okay. If you Google cemetery cats, you'll find hundreds of photos of cats who have chosen to make their homes in cemeteries across the world. Hmm. The Recoleta Cemetery in Buenos Aires, Argentina, spans 14 acres, holds almost 5,000 vaults, and is home to dozens of cats. Though many notable Argentine figures have been laid to rest in Recoleta Cemetery, it is the cats that seem to attract the most people. All of these cats have a name, are regularly vaccinated and dewormed, fed twice a day by volunteers, Should I live in a cemetery too? If I was and are sterilized. Wow. The generous benefactor, the generous benefactor who takes care of their financial needs, wishes to remain anonymous. Oh, good! But apparently, fell in love with the cats while visiting her husband's grave, and has been taking care of them for over twenty years. It's Queen Vicky. She came Queen back Vicky. to life. Queen Vicky. Queen Vicky. It's her reincarnate. <laughs> Saying visiting her husband down, yeah, mm-hmm, down in Argentina. Mm-hmm. At Saint Samson. Oh. Saint Saint Samson. Just leave it in. I like blah, blah, blah. it. At St. Samson's <laughs> Cemetery in Guernsey, which is an island in the English Channel. Okay. I could have guessed that just yeah. by the way. Guernsey. Guernsey. Yeah. 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 Guernsey. That's funny. There was a popular cat named Barney who brought comfort to mourners at the cemetery for 20 years. Hmm. Sexton Alan Curzon said, for those who entered the cemetery with a heavy heart, he lightened up the experience for them. When people walked through the gates, he often came up and brushed against them. He was very well taken care of and was given many gifts on Christmas when loved ones came to visit the graves of their deceased. Barney passed away in 2016 and was buried in the cemetery where he made his home. 
That's sweet. When his passing was posted on Facebook, an outpouring of love ensued. Barney. God bless you, Barney. Remember that lovely sunny afternoon I laid down on the grass in the cemetery and we cuddled up together for two hours. Oh. He brought so much comfort to my children, especially on our regular visits to the cemetery. Thanks to a special cat. Sleep well and warm. Oh, I got chills. Rest in peace, Barney. Now you'll be keeping our loved ones safe on the other side. I have chills. That's so sweet. But, I mean, there were tons of comments. Barney. We're going to have to post. That's going to be a fun Instagram post. Yeah. Posted pictures of all these cats. Yeah. Surely there's pictures of Barney, right? Oh, yeah. Pictures of Barney. There's pictures of, yeah. And these were just some of the bigger cat cemeteries, but just about every cemetery seems to have a cat. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. Not like they're, yeah. Yanaka Cemetery in Tokyo is part of an area called Cat Town, (gasps) where vendors sell cat-themed memorabilia to some tourists. I know this, yeah. The cemetery has become the best place to meet cats. (laughs) (laughs) Going on a cat date tonight. (laughs) If you're looking to meet a good cat, I met the cutest cat. Oh my god, his whiskers were so long. Oh, I hope he calls me. And you know what they say about a cat with long whiskers? Got a big dick. (laughs) (laughs) Like, could have just left it. (laughs) One of Gary's favorite sayings is "quickest cat cat shit." Did they shit quick? Have you ever seen a cat shit? No. <laughs> so there you uh, <laughs> See? That's good. That's a very Gary saying, too. <laughs> that's Gary Gary. Very, very Gary. Very, very Gary. Have you yes. ever seen a cat shit? Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yep. See it? That's funny. Mm-hmm. Quicker than cat shit. I like that. <laughs> good job. You win. <laughs> Proud of you. Hollywood Forever Cemetery manages five feral cat colonies. Hmm. So why do cats rarely make their home in cemeteries? Yeah, why? When you think about it, they're quiet. There's little traffic. (laughs) (laughs) Neighbors are super awesome. Sounds about right. Um, Often fenced in. Plenty of shelter and hiding places. (laughs) Plus, tombs make a great vantage point for watching and sunbathing, which I can totally relate to because I used to <laughs> That's always... That's what you used to do? Yes. I used to climb up on the uh, independent um, mausoleums yeah. and sunbathe and not on people's actual graves. Do like they get people, warm? Yes. Yeah, so they get, I mean, they hold heat and so... But yeah, the monument displays at our office, I would get up there and sunbathe and... That sounds miserable in Georgia, though. Like... <laughs> You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, during the summer, I'm sure, but... Okay. Yeah. Got it. It was nice. That's good. I like that. I want to go sunbathing on a... On a monument? On Mm -hmm. a big slab of marble? Mm Mm-hmm. Besides all of the practical benefits, maybe there is something to be said about all the legends connecting cats to the underworld. Maybe a cemetery is the perfect place for a cat to live, offering protection from the elements and ample opportunity to convene with the spirit realm. There you go. So that's it. I love it. That's my... Cemetery or cats are not bad, guys. Yeah. But that's pretty much my research. I like it. Hopefully you made some feline freaks happy. Yes. I was trying to think of a word that started with F and feline friends. Yeah. We're all freaks, but I don't want to insult anyone. Yeah. Because I'm good at that. I don't think that freaks is a bad term, but I can understand where some people might be offended. Fucking freak. Yeah. So, yeah. To wrap it up... 
Um, take care of your pussy because it all ends in a funeral. Bye, guys. Bye. Funeral Stories is produced by Seth and Molino, and music is by John Pope. Check out our website and blog by going to www.funeralstories.com. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Funeral Stories and on Instagram at Funeral underscore Stories. Donate to our cause on Patreon to unlock subscriber rewards. And please don't forget to send your funeral stories to funeralstoriespodcast at gmail.com or hello at funeralstories.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes and listen on your preferred podcasting service. Thanks, guys. Bye.